This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. Welcome to Modern Geek Podcast number 79, recorded April 15th, 2013. I'm Chuck. And I'm Juan. Welcome back to Modern Geek. This one's going to be fun because you are in the market for some hardware coming up in a little bit. And this well, is kind of <laughs> this, this begins a long process that you and I have like drawn out over a number of years of buying hardware together where you buy hardware, I borrow hardware or we buy hardware for GWC or things like that. Our, and, our home file servers are kind of like yearly uh, uh, upgrades to each other. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, because it's about a two year cycle, but we're offset. So it's like every year we're buying a server, you know. You have two terabyte drives. I have one and a half terabyte drives. <laughs> yeah. Next year, I'll have three terabyte drives. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll have four, you know, and who, who knows? But <clears throat> but this process, I think, is is a really good one. And I think people have heard us do it with, uh, uh, with phones and with other stuff. And the way we approach this, uh, just to kind of run it down real quick for anybody who didn't hear the past ones, the way we handle this is that essentially somebody gets a bright idea to buy hardware. Like, you know, you're thinking, maybe I'm going to buy a laptop, right? Yeah. You say, I was thinking about buying an X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And you don't even care at that point. It's just the first thought you had. Right. And, uh, And the other person plays devil's advocate and sits there and just pokes holes in it endlessly <laughs> and we go back and you're like yeah well what about this that fixes that and we poke more holes in it right and then the other person when when we get pretty close we switch roles you know and and when we get done poking holes in all this we end up with some pretty damn awesome purchases yeah uh, a great example just to go back all the way speaking of laptops um i was i had an old uh, black book which was a great computer but it was gosh almost four years old you know and yeah, that was what a two thousand eight, eight, two thousand eight yeah. MacBook yeah. Black, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> when it, it, they were still plastic. Absolutely, yeah, it was a great piece of gear, but it was just it was really outdated. And I had an opportunity to upgrade, and I, I was thinking about it. And of course, I, I, you know, my first thought was, hey, just buy the same thing, you know, the new aluminum uh, upgraded, you know, MacBook. And, uh, you know, it was a great piece of gear, but then we started looking and I'm like, well, what would happen if we bought, if I bought an air, I mean, I don't really want one per se, but it's there. What does it mean? You know, what, what are the implications to your use case? Yeah. If you go that direction and, and we started kicking it around and, and we had a real hard time poking holes in it, you know, like, damn it, you know, this looks like a better buy, uh, the things that are missing from it. And there are some key things missing from it. Don't fool yourself. Mm. Um, didn't really apply to my use case, you know? How often do you use FireWire? It's like, does this thing have FireWire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, actually, I did use FireWire every now and then, but, you know, not enough to justify buying a computer for it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, other things, too, there were some advantages, like the uh, the smaller form factor actually worked really well for me because portability was an issue. I was buying it specifically to be used in hyper-affordable environments, you know, where I needed it to be very portable. So there was an advantage. I mean, you don't, you're not going to make it so small that you throw away, you know, functionality that you need. But, but we, you were looking for like low weight and durability. <laughs> right. And we're like, holy crap. 
And uh, pretty soon we were like, wow, this is the right answer, you know? And after this process, I went out and bought one. And I can tell you, gosh, that was over a year ago, right? You got what? The uh, 13 inch one, right? I did. I did. In fact, uh, let's see. I'm actually using it right now to look at our, our show notes. And <laughs> Apple about this Mac. <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. Uh, and uh, I forget how the easy way to tell. Uh, you click more info from there, and it has a, it's just a nice little screen. It tells you everything about it. Uh, let's see. Okay. So about this Mac. About this Mac. And then from there. More info. Right? More info. Hey, hey, hey. And then it brings up system profile in the overview panel. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So this is a 1.8 gig uh, i7. Okay. With four four gig of RAM. Right. And uh, the old ugly uh, Intel graphics. Oh, the Intel 4000 or whatever. <laughs> 3000. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The newer ones have the 4000. Yeah. It's a it's a 13 inch mid 2011. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it was it was essentially the nicest one they made back then. Uh, it does have the well, you know, all the all the good stuff. You got like two fifty six uh, gig flash in there, or? right? Exactly, you know. Uh, but but no, essentially, it's it's functionally equivalent to the best new ones, except no Retina, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, well, yeah. As so, we've talked about, the, there are benefits yeah. and drawbacks to having Retina, depending on what you're using. There it are for. use cases, but oh uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they're they're few you know you're not you're not doing any pro photography on the road and no. needing to review uh, yeah exactly so, so yeah, yeah they're they're relatively narrow and if you're outside of those so it's a part it's still i can tell you uh that that almost well over a year later i am it is still the perfect laptop for me i'm still completely happy with the purchase it's still doing exactly what i want it to do right so with all that said um let's talk about your use case Okay, well, first it would help to describe what I've got sitting on my desk in front of me here right now. Um, in terms of laptops right now, I'm, I've got the, the work laptop is completely off the table because it's its own thing, sure. so that doesn't matter. The netbook, the netbook is very minimally used as a diagnostic machine for when I need to you know, program the SD card on one of the Raspberry Pis or something like that, right? Now, Nothing really, nothing really strenuous, and I don't use it in my normal workflow, so that doesn't count either. So right. on my desk, I've got, um, I've got a Mac Mini, which is a late 2009 Mac Mini with five gigs of RAM. Uh, that's there's a backstory to why that's five and not eight, but <laughs> anyway, um, and I put into it a 120 gig SSD, which okay, is okay. the only reason I'm able to use it at this point. But as we were talking about, it's getting a little long in the tooth. It is, it is. It needs some major love, and it's just not fast enough um, at this point. The, uh, the other machine that I have on my desk is an Intel Q6600 quad-core Windows box running Windows 7 with 4 gigs of RAM and two standard hard drives in it, one of which just died the other day. <laughs> well, it's a great piece of gear. It's just getting a little yeah. old. And it's, got, and it's got a gaming graphics card in it. I can't remember which one but a couple years old. And it, it's at the point where I can't even run Minecraft on it anymore. It's, it's done. I mean, we're talking on it on Skype right now, but if you try to get it to do much more than that, it just falls over. It's, it's really at the end of its life. And I could renew it with a new motherboard and RAM and stuff, but it's just like, no, that's yeah. time, time to let time. it die. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Time to dig a hole for it. So my use case is I need to rebuild my desktop machine, but I don't want to go with a Mac Pro for the performance. I don't want to go with another Mac Mini. I'm 
thinking to replace the second desktop machine with a MacBook Air. And the, the use case, the uses that I have for the Mac right now are actually not that much. I use it for the OS X mail app because, I mean, let's face it, it's pretty much the best mail app. <laughs> it is. Um, especially when you have multiple accounts and need to manage them. A lot of um, people would argue with that. I would not be one of them. I, I mean, I've, I tried out Thunderbird on Windows the other day, and it's like it's still, you know, they're not even really developing it anymore. Pretty painful. It's, yeah, it's... Uh, I also use it for OmniFocus, which I use for both work and um, uh, work and personal projects, as well as uh, anything GWC, right. um, which I synchronize to my iPad for when I'm actually in the office. Nice. Um, I synchronize my iOS devices to iTunes on this machine, uh, which I keep the uh, the music locally for on the SSD so that I have a quick. Uh, playback so the hard drive doesn't need to spin up you spoiled bastard (laughs) i've gotten used to it man i can't live i can't live any other way and strangely enough for iMessage for when i'm uh, working uh it it beats the hell out of typing long complex text messages into a phone if i'm at my desk i'll just you know flip over and uh and send send an iMessage from the app on the desktop so all of those use cases seem to fit the MacBook Air at first glance. Okay. I'm, uh, I have my horns on here. <laughs> All right. So, so why the Air and not the, the MacBook? Well, there is no MacBook anymore. There's the, there is the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro. Okay. Again. I, why? I, I mean the pro. Yeah. Why not? Uh, why not the pro? Well, first of all, um, when I first looked at it, I mean, the graphics cards are the same in okay. both as far as I can tell. Chalk so there's no difference. Don't care because Chalk- if you cared, it's not going to work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think that's the correct attitude. People can argue with me about that, but I think that's the correct attitude with Mac laptops. If you care about graphics, if you care about the graphics card for gaming or for, I don't know, right. video use or something, forget it. Right. You have the wrong machine. And th- th- this is also uh, assuming that I, at one point, will build a PC to replace the dying one on the desktop itself. For, right. So I have proper beefy rig to do video and with gaming you. stuff with on. You. The resolution of the screen is the same, as is the size. I would be going with the 13-inch. Mm-hmm. You know, I've in either way, because it seems to be like 11 inch would be a little on the small side, um, especially with my gorilla hands. It is. And the 13, the 15 is too big to, um, I don't think there's an advantage personally. I can't really, I can't really advocate against that because the the screen resolution difference isn't really that much. It goes from 1280 by 800 to 1440 by 900. Ah, that might be one of the reasons to use the air instead of the pro. So check it out. You're going to hate this, and you've probably forgotten this from when we were looking at it for me. Look at the resolutions available on the 13-inch Air. Oh, it is 14. Oh, oh, shh. <laughs> yeah, Nikes. which is 14, crazy. On the 13-inch, it's 1440 by 900. Which I, is significant. 1280, not enough. 14, no, you're right. 1440, okay. plenty. So between the, between the Air and the Pro, That's uh, in the 13-inch size, I got to go with the air. The other, the other argument I was going to say is that the, uh, uh, the, the pro has a standard hard drive and it's quite expensive to swap that out, 
with an SSD, and I've gotten used to how fast an SSD machine performs. Honestly, as well for a portable machine, I don't think I'm just done with having portable devices with spinning platters in them. Uh, with the pro, I, I wouldn't say that so quick. With the Pro, you can get the hybrid drive, uh, which, which could I'm be really cool. I'm still too much of a traditionalist as to knowing where I want where my data is. <laughs> Where it's just like I just I want to know that even if it's an integrated chip on the on the damn motherboard, I still want to know it's in a single place. I know it's it's a backwards curmudgeonly <laughs> way of thinking, but it's like eh, I still don't really feel too comfortable with that. So all right, let's talk portability. Mm-hmm. So uh, so why do you need to be portable? Uh, I th- I believe that my uh, my that portability will increase in the place that I'm moving to. Okay. Uh, for those who aren't aware, I am currently in a, a uh, basement suite that is extremely tiny. It's, uh, my my office is effectively taking up a third of my living room right. in a corner. Uh, and the only other room I have other than the hallway slash kitchen is, the, uh, <laughs> is my bedroom, in, in which case I would be using either the TV machine or an iPad or the Nexus or whatever, right? Right. In my new place, I will have a separate office Woo. to have my computers in, which is nice. I can actually don't feel like I'm living at work anymore. Awesome. And, and I will have like a, like a kind of eating area, like a dining table or whatever, you know, kitchen table, right? Kitchen table and a, a living room, um, which I would actually probably use more if it were not the same room as the, the, <laughs> the yeah. desk. So, I, I mean, one, one of the reasons why I don't, I rarely wind up k- kicking back on the couch is because I've, the, the, the Mac Mini with the iMessage and, and mail and, and oh, that's the other use case is the SSH terminal, uh, uh, mm-hmm. what's it called, iTerm2, sure. it doesn't exist on Windows, it is I have all of that at my fingertips and so I'll just sit at my desk and on the quad core I'll watch whatever video I was going to watch. So I would think that but in the new place, I'm likely going to uh, want to spend a little bit more time out of the office with you. Now, I'll, in which case, I have a mo- more places to, and and I also have a deck now too, so I'll be able to be outside. <laughs> now, I have to admit that despite the fact that I have a number of places that are cool to work in the house, mm-hmm. and I can do so with my laptop. If I'm in the house, I almost never do it because you, like me, have a multi-monitor setup or at least a large monitor setup. Right. And there's a huge advantage to that. So when I'm looking at, do I work at my desk where I have all these awesome tools or do I work at my kitchen table, which is really nice and very different and cool and offers me an opportunity to be in a different environment, which is a plus. Mm Mm-hmm. On a 13-inch screen, uh, without all those tools, you can guess which one I choose like 90% of the time. Aha. Uh-huh. But the other side of that equation is that for the last, I don't know, six months to a year, I have only been using one monitor on the Mac. True, but it's a big monitor. Yeah, it's, it's a 1080p monitor, so I would yeah. lose a little bit of space. But the stuff that I'm doing on it rarely requires the full screen. So, so it may that may not be as big a deal for you, right? Uh, let's I go think, on. I, so yeah, far, I think we found, it might be difference. Yeah. So we've found found some advantages. We found uh, no huge drawbacks yet, 
Right. Now let's talk about price and replaceability. Right. <laughs> and here's so, where it takes yeah, a huge yeah, dive, dive off. Right. <laughs> so, so a Mac Mini decked out in reasonable form. I mean, there's no reason to buy the most decked out Mac Mini, right? But a reasonably decked out Mac Mini runs what? Uh, well, let's seven eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I would say the that. Way you if, would configure it. I know you can buy more expensive than that. The Mac way Mini's, I would configure but, it, I've got the configurator here. Nice uh, on my company EPP site. Nice. Um, <laughs> so that would the way that I would configure it. Um, if I were to get a mini, I would probably just buy it with a standard hard drive and then take the SSD out of the other one. Sure. And force an upgrade into it. And because the, the minis support uh, two hard drives, you just need an extra cable that you can get off of eBay. Yeah, sure. I'm looking about about nine fifty pre tax. Okay. What are um, we... That's with the the upgraded i7 and with the eight gigs of RAM. What are we talking about in terms of uh, in terms of a uh, of an air? The air now. The there's a CPU upgrade option to go from an i5 to an i7, which I would likely take because that's something you can't change after the fact. Go to the eight gigs of RAM because again, it's something you can't change. And the 256, I'm looking at about 1500 pre-tax. So we're talking about 600 bucks difference. About 600 bucks difference. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I think uh, that that might be something to call uh, attention to mm-hmm. is that you are not the easiest on keyboards. <laughs> um, and I'm not yeah. poking at you, but you I've, are tough on keyboards. Yeah, I, I've actually been working on lightening the, the touch <laughs> on <the> keyboards. <laughs> I mean, I know this because you can take apart and replace the keyboard in a laptop in like no time flat. And I assume yep. that's because you've done it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that was because I worked at a computer store. Thank you very much. Still, still. <laughs> so what you're saying is that the 1500 that I would spend on a MacBook would probably not last as long as the yes. 950 I would spend on an Also, on a yes, also considering that you have zero repair and upgrade options. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like less than zero, essentially. Um, yeah, like they, they throw it away. If it's under warranty, they throw it away and get another one. <laughs> and, and, and I wouldn't, you know, I would factor into the difference, too, that you're going to have to buy the $200... Uh, 279 actually yeah you know uh protection on the laptop because without it you're just hosed right whereas i, don't, I, I would don't i would do that for either actually I, I don't know i mean i don't although the for the mini the the protection plan is only 150 and i i'm not as sure you need it because like for example a, a mainboard replacement in a mini which let's face it, is kind of like the nuclear bomb of problems you can have with it yep it's like 300 and change so so it's getting like shockingly close to the money you spend for the That's a good point. You know, for it and and that is not covered again. So even if if it happens again during the period, you know, it's not really an advantage. I've actually been through that with them and I I'm not sure I would buy it for a mini. I think you have to on a laptop. If you don't, you're just an idiot, you know? Because the coverage is it's so expensive to fix anything and it's it's so much more coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on a, and on an iPhone now with the two time replacement deal, it's worth it on a on a on a 
mobile device as well. Right. But but not, I think, on a on a I, I it's questionable on an iMac too, but it's definitely a no brainer on I think on the mini. I wouldn't buy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst case scenario, you're out three hundred and fifty bucks. You'd have been out a hundred and fifty plus tax anyway. Yeah. It's hundred and fifty dollar risk. And it's not gonna happen in the first year. Right. The, the the other the other added expense of not going with the uh, w- going with the mini and not going with the MacBook right is that I would need uh, another monitor. Um, <laughs> it's sadly enough um, because my my eventual setup would be to have uh, the dual monitor on the on whatever the new PC that I built as the desktop rig right and then. Uh, Another one for whatever Pro Tools rig I'm going to be building is my audio setup for recording, which would be a separate machine. Um, and that's going to happen either way. So it, it, there's probably about another, say, 180 to 250 added on to that for another 23-inch display. Now, here's another fun thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that you're going to upgrade your podcast rig. Right. Now, you could do that with the PC, but the trick with that is you're not going to do anything else with it if you do it with the PC. Because right. we've been through this, and, and if you're trying it's to do anything a bad, else... It's, a bad, it's bad news. <laughs> now, on a, on, a, on a Mac, you can actually get away with it. For some reason, they run quite stably on the Mac, and you could, you could get away with doing some of that. Right. So, uh, here's the trick. The Mac Mini... All of them mm-hmm. have a fireware port. Right. And they're on the official Pro Tools 11 support list. Yes, they are. Now, <laughs> that, that would also require me to get up to Pro Tools 11 <laughs> soon. Well, yes. Um, but I, it, that, that, that goes into a whole other thing depending on actually, timing. Actually, it I'm doesn't. I I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. It does not mm-hmm. require you to. What it does is open the option to, whereas not doing that would would take away your option to. You don't have to go to Pro Tools 11 to be able to use this thing. Well, you you damn well, if you don't have a FireWire port and your only way is to do it via Thunderbolt adapter, which is not certified yet and costs four or five hundred bucks, you just can't do it. Right, but the new <laughs> Mac Mini won't run Snow Leopard, which is the maximum, or Leopard, which is the maximum uh, Pro Tools 8 will run. Yeah, well, that's, so you're, but again, you're no worse off than you are now. Yeah. Because you can't do it right now. That, that all depends on timing, and there's probably a lot of interim steps that I could take with existing hardware to get well, around that. And so again, that's, that's, yeah, the point that's, being, that, though, that not buying it. point positive to the Mac Mini. <laughs> but again, I'm saying not buying it doesn't include, doesn't get you any closer. It right. just takes away options. There's no advantage in not buying it. There right. is disadvantage in buying it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So uh, that's a pretty big plus, actually, in my book. Um, and and obviously, we got to figure all that out. Um, what were you going to? Is there any chance you're ever going to run anything at all that might be at all processor intensive on it? Ever. I haven't been in the last ever since I had my current desktop set up and that's been months. Um the the only thing that comes close is is playback of H264 video which not a is problem. Yeah. which yeah exactly it's it's graphics uh, card yeah. driven anyway so yeah, that's not a that's problem. CPU usage. 
Um, I'm kind of going through my list of stuff I have here. I don't have, I don't really run anything on this. That's the, that's the other thing is I don't, other than that kind of, um, the kind of stuff that you would use a laptop for, I don't really run anything too intensive on this thing anymore. Um, I'll admit. Mostly because I've killed it. <laughs> I'll admit. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's something to think about because I'll, mm. I'll admit that I have done one-offs on my, on my air because yeah. it was what I had with me. And I knew I was doing it once, and it wasn't a, an often thing, right? Yeah. So I have done things like I've converted video on it, you know, and I have uh, I have done intensive Photoshop processing on it. Yeah. And you know, with this uh, with this i seven, it's it's not it's not bad. It's pretty quick, actually. It's remarkably quick. Yeah. Let, let's um, point out though that the mini also suffers from working too hard syndrome it will work itself to death yeah but the difference is is it's 340 bucks when that happens <laughs> yeah 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 i've done it yeah. twice to yeah. one in the bedroom before i figured out where to put it yep <laughs> uh, it got a little <laughs> that plasma burned it <laughs> yeah yeah this tv got hot above it i didn't it didn't occur to me right that the tv would shed heat on it and it mm. did and uh overheated it and and burned it up twice and i've been through that and it's a relative it's crappy but it's it's not the end of the world fix wise uh it is however um on the air yeah i think i think with me the the reason that i started considering the mac mini or mm-hmm. not the mac mini the macbook air mm-hmm. is just that there seems to be i mean i can't put too many fine points on it but there seems to be more and more situations where i would appreciate having my desktop in a location other than my desk and that's a good argument. And, uh, and obviously, we need to think that we're running out of time here. We, can, we, we need <laughs> to think this through some more. Uh, but right now, it looks like on the, on the plus side, yep. uh, we have ability to work in different places in your, in your house, in your, yep. in your living space, which is a big deal coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have good uh, for, for the, the Air versus the uh, Pro for a 13-inch, which is what you want. Yep. Um, better graphics, bigger, better resolution, which is actually important. Um, we have some concerns. We have a downside. If you go the air, you cannot do podcasting with your Mac. Yep. Which, which is a pretty big negative. We have price. It's going to cost dramatically more. Mm-hmm. And we have to look at the rest of your rig and what it's going to cost you, not just in dollars, but in <laughs> unbought hardware yeah. for the rest of the rig, right? Yeah. I mean, just to put it in perspective, that's more than halfway to a high-quality Pro Tools interface and Pro Tools 11. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's something to think about and put on paper, right? Yeah. And uh, also with the argument that all of this is theoretical until I actually get into my new place and Absolutely. see how that works, too. Because that's, that's the other thing. is That's why I wanted to start thinking about it now. That's why we like, start early, yeah. Exactly. It's just like, this is something I can see having to make a decision on in two or three months. So as we have mentioned, um, our, we, we are operating on a cut down rig because of gear failure on our end here, which we're slowly working out through this identical process, incidentally, um, because we don't want to waste money fixing it when we could be heading in a direction that's more valuable. So we're working through that, but uh, we still can't play calls yet. However, if you would like to call or email either one of us, um, 
we if you have thoughts about uh, about what uh, maybe we didn't think of in Juan's use case here, we would love for you to pitch in on this. This is fun. You want to get in on it? Yeah, the more the more opinions on this, the better. I'd I'd rather I'd rather hear all sides of the story before I throw money at anything. <laughs> or for that matter, if you have you know in, interesting stories about your own use case and how you maybe bought a piece of hardware that was odd for it that that really worked because or or unusual. if or also if you've gone from using a desktop primarily to using a laptop and vice versa and like any. Like, oh, you would never expect that when you started using a laptop as your primary machine, this would happen kind of thing. That, that would be I that would also be very helpful. <laughs> so. I will share those with you offline. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to use a laptop exclusively, and I did so for five years yeah. uh, because I was a consultant and I was on the road a lot. And it just made no sense. You know, I was always stuck on a client site or out of town or something, and I just it would have been dumb. If I had a desktop, I would have sat there and collected dust. Yeah, uh, it wasn't until very recently that I, in the last three or four years, that I gave up a laptop as a primary machine, and there are some huge disadvantages to it. Some big advantages, but some huge disadvantages. Uh, anyway, I'll share those. So uh, we're out of time, and we're gonna have to run. But I just wanted to say, if you want to send that stuff in, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'll see you soon with another episode. <laughs> From everyone here at Modern Geek and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have something to add to the show, a news tip, feedback on anything we've discussed, or just some random awesomeness, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. You'll find other GWC podcasts, as well as the friendliest people in geekdom, on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate.